This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. It's time to go around the league. And around the league, Dan, is uh, driven by Ramsey Mazda. Well, we started with the game at 4.30. It's kind of the Houston Texans spot in the wild card round, but what a debut for one C.J. Stroud. He is unbelievable. Flacco kind of returned to some of the prior Flacco moments in the Texans with a throttling, and their Cinderella season continues over the Browns 45-14. to and that's the thing about it. That's the Houston spot next week, too, already. The 4.30 on Saturday. They've already been gifted that spot. So it, we know Saturday of next week is going to be Houston against whoever. Correct. And then Green Bay at San Francisco. Correct. And right. then the Lions will be the early game on Sunday or the 3 o'clock game on Sunday. And then the rest is up for debate. Right. Um, C.J. Stroud could have played that game in a tuxedo. The offensive line gave him a very, very cozy pocket. You know what I thought was a, a big moment in that game, apart from the pick sixes? I'm talking about even before halftime. The touchdown to Schultz right before the half to put them up 10, that was big. You know what I mean? Because that just kept applying the pressure right into the locker room, and it was like, all right, old man, you kept him around in the first half, but can he still keep slinging it for another half of football? And obviously we know that he couldn't do it. Yeah, no, the answer is no. Listen, you're Houston. There's something special there. Like, he's really special. The head coach is special. The receiver is special. Will Anderson is special. Like, they, th- this is a team now. This is what we talk about all the time. It's like, well, the Jets had such a, 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 a real chance this season because you never know what's coming down the pike. This team's going to be good for a very long time. But think about how quick it changes, too. The Houston Texans were a laughingstock. Like, I, I mean, so bad. The previous three years, let's remind folks, they had four head coaches and they won 11 games in the previous three seasons before 2023. And look how fast it could change if you have the right coach, the right quarterback. That's and oh, right. by the way, you kicked Jack Easterby out of the building too. I mean, look at that team now, right? I mean, Laramie Tunsil, who, who who's a grinder, uh, a terrific offensive lineman. Their offensive line got things done. Singletary's stepped up to be that running back now. He's better than Damian Pierce. Like I mentioned, Collins is a stud, and, and it all goes with the, the quarterback and the head coach. That's an elite combination. And how many key players on this Texans team right now were drafted with picks obtained in a trade for Deshaun Watson? Oh, it's got to be a bundle of them. How, how's that trade looking? I know that it's only been a couple of years, but still. Doesn't matter. Couple of years. Doesn't matter. Couple I mean, of years. You wouldn't even, if I offered you if I offered you right now Deshaun Watson or C.J. Stroud, you would laugh me oh, out of the oh, absolutely. building. Absolutely. 100%. And, and you know what? It, it's also a cautionary tale. Now, I know it works out for some teams, but you also got to be careful. If you do invest the earth, the moon, and the stars to trade for a franchise quarterback, it doesn't always work out the way you want it to. It doesn't always work out, i.e. Denver, right? I.e. Cleveland. I.e. Florham Park. Uh, right, the Jets as well. But we have at least we haven't even seen the Jets have it happen yet. At least that the potential is, I guess, still there. Boy, those four plays were fun. They really were. Uh, Cleveland, if you're a Cleveland fan, though, you, you can't be heartbroken. You're disappointed the way it ended, but you have to be optimistic with what you have moving forward. And, you, st- I mean, no doubt you're still going back to Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, the well, Flacco situation, Flacco's probably gone. He's probably backing up someplace else next year. A hundred percent. So, Houston moves on, and we await their opponent. And, the, and uh, you said they're locked into the 430 game on Saturday, though. Is correct. That, right? that is correct. Uh, and they'll either play what? They'll either play... Buffalo or Baltimore? They could. Yeah. Well, no. If, if if Buffalo wins, then Houston's going to Baltimore. Correct. If if the Steelers win, then Houston is going to Kansas City. Right, right, right. So no 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 easy landing spot, whatever. But boy, I want to watch C.J. Stroud yet again. And uh, you know, I, I maybe I'm in the minority. I thought Miami was going to give you something on oh, Saturday. No. Uh, something. No, I mean, they I, wanted oh. they wanted no part of that whatsoever. No part of the game. They had one play. Their defense was lousy. They didn't tackle. They didn't like the weather. Like, they just got from pillar to post absolutely pummeled in that one. And it, I tell you, man, it is hard to ever discount the Kansas City Chiefs. You can't. But I will say this about them. And, and again, they got aided by those conditions the other night because let's be real. They were not good in the red zone, and that's been a problem for them really all season. 
And if they were playing a game where normal conditions where the opponent can actually put drives together and maybe march down the field and score points, it could have came back to bite them. But, Dave, how many times do they have to settle for field goals? Like, that could come back to haunt you in those type of games. Uh, it certainly could. And you'd have to expect they're going to go to Buffalo. And that, that'll that be the game of the weekend next weekend. That would be great. Kansas City at Buffalo. Delightful game. Do the Dolphins hang up a banner next year on opening day that we scored 70 against the Broncos? I don't think so. Because that's their crowning achievement this year. Yeah, you know what? We talk about the Cowboys being a paper tiger. You have to feel very similarly with, with the Dolphins as well. I mean, they had, that division was done. All they, all they had to do was win one of those final games, and they, they couldn't get it done. They completely gagged, and then they go into the worst scenario you've ever seen. Now, Rex said they did the same thing last year, which I guess they did, but at least they had injuries. Like, they had different injuries this year, but at least the quarterback was out last year, and at least they competed. Remember that? They competed in that playoff game in Buffalo. Skyler Thompson went up there and, and, and had them in the game, 100%. But 4-10 and 10 in December and January the last two years, that's tough to dig out it's, from. It's brutal to deal with, and I get it, and, and I'm sure a lot of Jets fans are really enjoying the fact that they completely fell apart, but look at the injuries the Dolphins team had. It's, it's, it's really it's remarkable. That, but but I, look, conditions aside, and I know that I've talked about tackling and all those other things, those guys on Miami wanted no part, no part. of contact. None. I mean, no Dave, part. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Uh, by the way, you know what time it is. Of course I do. Yeah, legal ID time. You're listening to DNR, 98.7 ESPN, WEPN-FM in New York. Is it fair to say that there are different rules for roughing the passer with different quarterbacks? Uh, and not, uh, yep. not even like... Great quarterbacks and subpar quarterbacks, Matthew Stafford and Patrick Mahomes have completely different roughing the passer penalties. Yeah, I think you'd be spot on with that one. Shocker, right? Christian Christian Wilkins was like a love tap to Patrick Mahomes, and that drew 15 yards. I that was a huge play. Huge. I mean, they had to kick a field goal. Now, but that also didn't won. decide. The, like, some, like, that's what cracks me up. Like, some of the Dolphin fans I see, like, they think that the referees had it out for them in that game, and that decided the game. Stop. Your team wanted no part of the condition. No part of it. That's why you lost. 100%. By the way, Mahomes gets uh, – he actually lowered the head. The helmet cracks open. Pieces are flying around the field. They don't even check him for a concussion? Well, I, I think the uh, that guy's eyes were frozen. The spotter, he couldn't see. Oh, that is that is brutal. But Kansas City, in as workmanlike a performance as you could have had, do you enjoy the Taylor Swift stuff or are you turned off by it? I like the video and I like the jokes that Pete like did you see that shot of her like looking out of the box and like the windows were all iced and fogged and and then people were like this looks like a Hallmark movie where the yep. girl from the big city is like snowed in town and she can't get out you know and she rediscovers love with a, a long lost friend or something like that uh, I, I I don't know maybe I'm in the minority I, I thought it was fun I, and especially the the worst the game was and it was a bad football game when they you know show her I thought it was entertaining and she's dancing and Having fun in the box with the with the Kelsey mom. I don't know. I thought it was cute. Yeah, I, I don't get worked up with that stuff. I'm there to watch a football game. What whoever else wants to be there and watch, I don't care. And by the way, did you see that the game, remember, because it was a, a, a peacock vehicle. Right. Twenty-three million streams, which they said is the most streamed event in like US history or something like that. I did see that. Now let's just factor this in as well. The streams are also constituted of the local Miami and Kansas City markets. Which is on linear TV. Exactly. So I don't know how many watched it that way. Well, what else, could be, a lot. what else could be streamed? Like, I mean, you said, like, you know, you brought up U.S. history before. What else could be, in the streaming age, what else would constitute something like 25 million streams to top and that? that? That's, a, like, that's not like people are streaming it over weeks. That's just a one-shot stream, right? right. Three and a half hours. Yeah, no, I, I mean, not a, a football game, that's it. I'm trying to think of any, like, you know... Well, imagine back... Well, no, they would probably have that on TV, too. But if it was, like, a monumental, like, court... Here, like, remember when the O.J. verdict was read? Like, if, if that, that was stream right, only, right. that would have been, a, like, But, A, we million. haven't had a moment like that, and, B, it wasn't streamed. Yeah. So, yeah. That's I mean, listen, question. it's still big. I mean, to, to get... Anytime Taylor Swift is involved, it's just going to add eyeballs to every, any event. They were smart about that. You know, and that's one of the reasons why they decided that would be the game that was going to be on the Peacock. Because they think the Taylor Swift fans would go ahead and subscribe. And by the way, everybody, for those that are listening right now, don't forget to cancel your subscription. Those that signed up for the five ninety nine for the first month, don't forget to cancel. How do cancel. I do that? What do, what do I do with that? Oh, I now? don't know. I don't know how to cancel. <laughs> You're not very helpful. Well, no, because we had it anyways. Then all of a sudden I'm going to have Peacock all over the place. 
and I didn't sign up for it, so I just it, it is what it is. But no, d- guys, don't forget if you signed up just to watch this one game, don't forget to cancel or else. Is there any reason you. I need Peacock moving forward? Do you like the show The Office? I've they- never seen it. What? Yeah. Oh. If you're, <laughs> if you're into wrestling, you can use the peacock. No, I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm not a child. I'm not into wrestling. Not, but you, you, like, you like comedy. You like to laugh, it, right? It, it's one of these it makes no sense kind of things, yes. Watch The Office. I, so the, is The Office only Yellowstone? on Peacock? You can, get, you can see yeah. Yellowstone. But well, you can see Yellowstone other places, no? No, that's on Paramount, isn't it? Because that's a CBS vehicle. Yeah, I don't know. No, why but every episode of the o- the only place where you can stream every episode of the Office is on Peacock exclusively. It used to uh, be I on Netflix. That. It's a nice show, right? A little I've heard Law and Order. It. It's fantastic. Because it was, a, I actually binged it during the pandemic when it was on Netflix. But then they took it off Netflix to add fuel to Peacock because that was one of like the big draws to sign up. For How Peacock. heavy is Peacock going to be into um, into college basketball? Oh, they have games. Thank, thank God only the, the, both Rutgers games have come and gone that they put on the Peacock, so I don't thank, have to worry thank about Thank God. We've talked a lot about the Packers and the Cowboys. We'll get back to that one as well. Haven't spent a ton of time on really the only competitive game of the weekend. That's the Lions and the Rams. Y- y- you watched the first couple of drives. You thought the Lions were going to put up 48, 50 points. Rams defense under Raheem Morris actually made adjustments, got better, good game. In the end, Lions just got it done. Yeah, it was the best game of the weekend, and good for those Lions fans. Like, seriously, like, no, no, no kidding aside, like, they've been a beaten down group. I mean, they were the laughing stock for a while. And back when I was doing, like, national radio and stuff, Dave, like, I, I, I talked to a lot of Lions fans, and they had no shot. They had no hope. I mean, think of it, like, people don't realize, in the Super Bowl era, that was only their second playoff victory. And this is the 58th Super Bowl coming up next month. And they've won now two playoff games. So you could talk about this team being bad, that team being bad. Two playoff wins. And you have to love their chances to win another one. You have to. How could you not? Right? They're, they're going to be home and either against Tampa Bay, who's at best, I think, mediocre, and Philadelphia, who looks like they want no part of anything right now. Lions will be favored and against either one, right? No doubt. And, and I think more than field goal favorites. Like, they'll, they'll be a bigger favorite in the next game than they were in this game, I think. Were you surprised, because I was, were you surprised at the hostile welcome that Matthew Stafford got? A little bit, but you know what? These people are in such an uncharted territory. What, what are they supposed to do, right? You're, you're all pro for your team, and you have to pull for them, and Stafford in that moment was the enemy, and I don't love it, but I do kind of understand it. I mean, they treated him like he was Jerry Krause's widow. So, I don't know. You want to hear from Matthew Stafford? That one totally went right over his head. No reaction at all to the Jerry Krause thing? Uh, we, RJ, you want to tell him why? To be fair, I was... I, I was doing some some. No, he- I didn't want. He- I didn't want like a twenty minute dissertation. <laughs> no, on it, I'll tell just, you what. Like, you know no, what? I'll tell you why. He never heard it. I didn't hear it. Never heard it. Because RJ he got my ear and said something, so I couldn't hear what you said. I'm hot. We should get if to that another point. If you had again. said it, what would you have said, Dave? Well, what? what, what why do you, let, let's go back and repeat this again, RJ. Don't interrupt what he's saying. So go ahead with your Jerry Krause point. I said, geez, you would have thought that he was Jerry Krause's widow the way they treated him. It's a good line. It's a winning line. The Chicago Bulls fans should be embarrassed. Of a themselves. winning line. It's a winning line. It's a good line. I like that line. I think it's a win for you. Embarrassed. This is a team that won six championships. The man is no longer with us. His widow is there to watch a, a you know a love affair with that team, and that's what you're doing. Shame on you. Hey. <laughs> It was one of the most embarrassing things I've seen in a long time. But really. let's tell it like it is, Dave. You blame one guy for that reaction. You blame Michael Jordan in the last dance because it painted Jerry Krause like he was uh, Osama bin Laden and Saddam Hussein combined. Yeah, it didn't paint right? him well. Well, and, and you have a Jordan. Jordan didn't have to leave. Jordan, and how about this? And Jordan and Pippen don't go. They induct like the whole team into the Ring of Honor. Jordan and Pippen don't even show up. Phil even showed up. Terrible. Rod, Rodman didn't show up either. Terrible. He probably didn't know when it went or where it he was. He was in Vegas. Uh, what a surprise. Um, what was I say? Oh, Matthew Stafford. He, here is Matthew Stafford reacting to getting booed in his former home. It was a playoff game. You know, I'm not, I'm not surprised that uh, they were excited about cheering for their team. And uh, I'm not too worried about, you know, anybody's uh, personal feelings towards me that was sitting in the stand. Good for him. He, he gets it. And by the way, this guy's a Hall of Famer. He is a sensational, yeah. sensational quarterback. It's funny, there was a couple of years ago, like, you know when we do these before the season starts, we do our rankings, everybody does the rankings of the quarterbacks in the I NFL. I love the rankings, yeah. Love them, we all do, and they change it. I remember, like, a couple of years ago after that Super Bowl, like, you, I, I think I might have had him, like, fifth or something like that, fifth or sixth in the NFL, and you're like, you know what? 
Maybe not all that crazy. It's not crazy. And listen, not to beat a dead horse, but if I would have asked you six weeks ago, mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford or Dak Prescott, you would have taken Dak Prescott probably not even all that close. Yes. And now it, it looks, I mean, he is so tough and such a warrior and such a winner and took a beating and his hand and his head and his ribs. And I remember earlier in the year, he hurt his thumb. They thought he might be out for the entirety of the season. He is a great football player. Great football player. He took a, sh- I mean, that one where it was like a one-two combo and, and he got absolutely, like his head just slammed off the turf and they showed his eyes. He was like staring into space. And that's a late hit. And that's a late hit and he comes off the field like holding his midsection. I'm like, really? That's what hurts the most? Not your head? And, and by the way, Sean McVay is a real good coach and Puka Nakua is like a, a burgeoning superstar in this league. Fifth round pick, not too shabby. Not too shabby right? at all, my friend. And not by the way, I, did you have any problem? Because in hindsight being 2020, they never got the football back again. What was it? Four minutes and change left in the game. He decides to punt the football away with one timeout plus the two-minute warning. Did you have any problem with I, that? I, I didn't. I didn't because their defense was getting the best of Detroit. Right. They only, been, Detroit had three points in the second half. Right. Now, I thought it was interesting that and, – and Campbell always makes moves that you're like, ugh. I thought the, the, the taking the penalty was an interesting move. Well, remember, indoors, the ball was at the 36-yard line. So it would have been, been a 54-yard yard field goal. Right. That's very makeable. Very makeable. But, he, st- he stinks, but yes, very right. makeable. But they almost they were this far from, A, picking up the first down, or B, a penalty being called on that. I throw. thought the same thing, too. But then you're like, what, Brett Maher, their kicking situation has been a disaster all season long. Who knows if that would have even been a gimme for him? I, I got to tell you, I love the Lions fan, like, like openly weeping yeah. after their team gets that victory. Well, that's what I mean. That's what it'd be like if, you know, God forbid, if the Jets ever won a Super Bowl, it would be the same exact thing. Do you or even you, got you, to you a think Super you'd Bowl. Cry? What's that? Do you think you would cry? There'd probably be some moisture. Yeah. 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 All right. Maybe uh, even just getting there. Forget about winning the game. I'll take just getting there. How about what well, you think getting to the playoffs would get you to cry? No, yeah. I've been been there, done that. So unless it's a it's a new experience, you're not going to cry. Absolutely. There's something. There was always. I always like, like. There was always this like thing with just getting to the game, because you have that two week buffer where like the whole world's eyes are fixed on your team. You know what I mean? Like you are uh, at center I stage. I know you do. You you many times over. Five five times I've lived five. in that luxury. By the way, what was your thoughts going into that one against the Ravens that you lost? I was so off base, it was wild. I thought the Giants were going to win the game. Because of the, how they played in the NFC Championship game. Well, I mean, they, game. they mauled Minnesota yeah. 41-0. There was a mauling, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think Baltimore, I mean, I, I still don't think their offense was all that great. I thought the Giants would figure out a way to win that game. I was actually surprised the Giants were underdog in that game. But, they, oh, did they get destroyed. Ooh. They could have played that game 50 times. The Giants would have lost every single time. You had one glimmer with the Ron Dixon kick Well, no, they had, two, they had two. They had the Keith Hamilton interception for a touchdown that was overturned on a holding which was garbage, and then they had the Ron Dixon who returned the kickoff for a touchdown, and on the ensuing kickoff, Jermaine, Jermaine Lewis, Lewis did the exact same thing. Yeah, and that no, was it. Just, there was just, your glimmer. Just pummeled. Uh, and there you have it, Dan. I enjoyed it greatly. That's Around the League, driven by Ramsey Mazda. It's the experience of driving a new Mazda and buying a new Mazda from Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Can I tell I, you something? Yeah, absolutely. That was a great Around the League. I enjoyed it. From Monday, four playoff games, and and think about this. Okay, we like we're having more fun. Today. We got two more today. Well, today is like a weekend, isn't it? Oh, I mean, you is, got you got oh. sports. All, I mean, I'm sitting here. We're watching the Australian Open right now, oh. right? And by the way, it is eight. It's 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 twelve thirteen a.m. on Tuesday in Australia right now. So we're they've watching started this. their Tuesday now. Yeah, it's Tuesday. Start. Remember, the tournament started a day early this year. Yeah, which people were very unhappy about. They made the first round three days as opposed to two to drag it out. Well, so they can get an extra day of uh, contest fees, Absolutely. Right? Yeah, people have to pay. Uh, I'd love to go to the Australian Open. Can, me too. I don't know if I could do the flight, though. And, and it's good to see the ESPN talent, by the way, on the ground in Australia for the first time since the pandemic, which is great. They've been doing it remotely for the last few years. Can I just say this? And I don't know how much you've been able to consume. I watched a, li- uh, a little bit, decent amount so far. Have you watched or heard Nick Kyrgios do a match yet? No. He's, I didn't even know he was doing that. Nick, well, okay, well, there you go. So Nick Kyrgios was hired by ESPN to do commentary for the Australian Open because he's nursing a wrist injury. He's not playing. Can I tell you something? He's good? Very. Really? V- way more analytical, strategic 
the than X's, his gameplay. <laughs> he's let me, but he doesn't play like that on the court. Like he's very loosey goosey out there, dude. He sounds like he's a professional coach. Like he's been coaching for twenty years. It was I was like, is this the same guy? He's very good. Last night before I went to bed, they had him and John McEnroe uh-huh. as the two people in the booth. And McEnroe's not really a play-by-play guy. He's like more the analyst, so they had like two analysts. It was fantastic. Really? Freaking fantastic. I'm going to have to tune into this. I look forward to this, and thank you for the heads up. There you go. That's what I'm here for. All right, so you know what time it is now. Mm-hmm. It's a fast-moving hour. Very fast-moving. You know what time it is now? Uh, <laughs> now do you know? I think it's a frenzy. Oh, it's a frenzy. Oh, 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 it's a frenzy. Raymond? It's time for a frenzy. <laughs> a football frenzy. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. All right, football frenzy's here. You go anywhere you want. 1-800-919-3776. Time for the football frenzy, but brought to you by Samwell Institute for Pain Management. Raymond could deal with some of that pain management, I think, this morning. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> Hello, Samuel Health. Can I help you? Uh, yes, yeah, I'm, I, a ca- I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Mr. Santiago, come on in. <laughs> We've got Bay 4 just waiting for you. You have a, you have a 1230 uh, spot on the couch for me? I got to get can, in can after help the show out? before the Knicks. Can, can they help out if you feel dead inside? <laughs> yeah, I think that's exclusively what they do this morning. <laughs> uh, absolutely. So one 800 919 Three seven seven six on the Twitter at Rothenberg ESPN. You know how it works. I mean, you're you're an old savvy veteran at this by this point. I'm I'm frenzy uh, exposed at this point. You have your frenzy card. So no uh, big fan of the show. Love it, Dan. You're a great feel. Dan, you're terrible. Raymond, I hate you. None of that. None of that. With the frenzy, you get right into it. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven. Seven six. Let's go, Bobby Saratoga. Bobby Frenzy, go. Where do you think the four coaches, meaning Belichick, Harbaugh, Carroll, and Brable, will go? Where would be your highest spot for them oh, to go? Oh God, Carroll's not getting a job. I don't you think, don't he's think getting, so. No, I think he's done. You think he'll never coach again? What team is hiring somebody seventy-two years old? Some, oh, Scott Belichick's going to get a job. A D- little different. Little different. Uh, I think he. I think it's a shame. I think he's a very good coach. But is, here, here's the thing about Pete Carroll. Like, is Pete Carroll somebody that's going to help sell tickets someplace? I, I don't know necessarily. Well, you know what sells tickets? The winning sells tickets. I understand that. But it's like, you know, he had his thing going on up there. He was tucked away in the Great North. I just don't think he's getting another job. I think that's a shame. I don't disagree with you. I think it's wrong. All right. So so let's let's take it okay. now. In this, where do you think Vrabel goes? Washington. That would make me unhappy. Actually, no. Let me take that back. Uh, Atlanta? Yes. So he goes to Atlanta. Harbaugh goes to the Chargers. Right? Correct. Belichick goes to the Cowboys. Correct. And the Rex says no way, but we, we agree with that. Yeah, I mean, what was that now? Almost a half an hour ago we had Rex on? I'm still like, there's there's still some shaking that's going on from his I, well, opinion he, on that. But he didn't just say it. He tripled down like, on he, it. Like, he, he was defiant in his take. Yeah. He threw the four wins out there and everything. Oh, he he, he has an issue with Belichick, though. You think? Yeah, well, I know. He you thinks, think? He thinks it's Brady. He thinks, it, And listen, you can say that it's more Brady than Belichick, but you can't discount Belichick and the greatness that he brings. Outside, How about this? Outside of the Cowboys, which apart from Rex, we believe. Another coach getting fired from the playoffs? I think if Sirianni loses tonight, there's a, a decent chance he gets fired. And then the – and this is the last thing you want if you're a Jets fan. Mm-hmm. If Pittsburgh somehow wins that game – could you not see McDaniels and Belichick winding up in Buffalo? Well, how, speaking of Pittsburgh, by the way, did you see like Tomlin, like the way he answered or addressed the oh, question about talk his, about him walking away now, huh? Like the, the, he's what he's going to talk it over with his family. Right, like but he, that's that's his own decision. That's not not being forced. Into no, anything. I understand that, but I'm just saying, like this is a guy who will be then potentially on the market. If if no if Mike well I can't imagine that Mike Tomlin is going to leave there and coach somewhere else though this offseason. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't know what his contract status is. Maybe they're lowballing him. Maybe they've had negotiations. That's a guy that teams would pay a, an incredible it, sum for. This in my mind mm-hmm. is already 
far and away, once Harbaugh comes in, the greatest free agent class in the history of coaches. If Mike Tomlin is available. Oh, my gosh. I mean, this is unbelievable. And then we're just going to have to keep recycling the conversation again. It's like, boy, the coach is here in New York. You still want to run it back with these guys? Yeah, you, you got to. Because what, what else would you do? I know. W- Wes and East Hanover. Wes, you're on the frenzy. Go ahead. What should the Dolphins do with Tua long term? I don't. I, I wouldn't even think about long term right He's now. He's playing his fifth year next year, yep. Wes. That's it. I'd pick up his fifth year, and then I would wait and see how it goes. You want some Tua numbers, by the way? Uh, on the game or on the year on just, the what? Just to a period. Yeah, sure. When the temperature's below 50 degrees, not below 5 degrees, 50. Okay, that's that's fairly reasonable, right? Oh, fi- 50 is almost... That's balmy. Some, yeah, right. 1 in 7. Yeah, it's a problem. 1 in 7. Not good, Bob. Oh, boy, I just got a real nasty email. Uh-oh. How can you multitask? You're reading emails. I'm very capable, and, and some, sometimes. Other times, not, not as much. He lives for the email. This comes from Akil Vishnu Bodia. Tell that arrogant, pathetic Cowboys fan Santiago Carpe Omnia sees everything. Ray deserves all the hate he gets for being a nasty, smug, bleeping Cowboys fan. Wow. Ask him if this is the most complete Cowboys team now. Oh I mean, they were the most in, in the past. Uh, Carpe Omnia! 37. I mean, so that's we're speaking Latin question. this morning. Well, because that was that was uh, that was, that was, that was McCarthy's uh, phrase this year. Yeah, carpe omnia. sees everything. That was his mantra. Not, this not season. carpe diem. No. By the way, Dave, you know what we talked about with Ray before the show, and I, and I wanted to bring this up. So yesterday happened, right? Mm-hmm. He said that to him was way more painful than when you guys beat him in 07. Carpe omnia sees no everything. No way. See, I would think the same thing, but no Ray, way. what was your explanation? Why no, yesterday over the, the, 07? The, the, the word painful wasn't used. Uh, but I said that this was the worst performance that they that they'd given of, of all of all the playoff disasters, and there have been many. Oh, this was the worst performance. This was, this Let, was easily circle the back worst to, one. Let's circle back to this because we we're in the frenzy and we're really right. slowballing this thing. Colby Asbury Park, Colby frenzy go. Cuddle Mary trash, Belichick landing spot, Atlanta Falcons, Dallas Cowboys, or Los Angeles Chargers. I'll trash the Chargers. I'll cuddle the did he, was the Falcons in yeah. there. Yep. I'll cuddle the Falcons. I'll marry the Cowboys. Well, did you see Gronk was on that yesterday? He's like, I'm hearing a lot of stuff that the Falcons are going heavy after Belichick. Like he knows anything. Come on. Oh. You're, you're not a fan of Gronk, are you? Well, like, why does he have to be there? <laughs> they like, like him. Like, he's like, like an, and not for not like the same thing show. too. Like with he's compelling apparently. Well, so so, so CBS had had. Gap in programming yesterday because they were supposed to have the Bills Steelers game Sunday. And they, they put what? They put like a Bills. No, they put last year's AFC Championship Chiefs game Bengals on. on right. Chiefs Bengals. But they still did like a one hour NFL today and they added another seat up there. They had Matt Ryan up there. So there was like seven people on the desk. I'm like, why do we need these many voices? A lot of people have a lot to say. Jared oh. in Morganville. Jared, you're on the frenzy. What has to happen for the Steelers to win tonight? They have to outscore the Bills. I think the worse the weather, the better. I think you got to try to get pressure on Josh Allen. I mean, not having Watt is such a huge loss. One in ten without him. Uh, control the clock. Run the football somewhat effectively. The nice thing with Pittsburgh is you know the weather's not going to affect them. They're not going to be like the Dolphins in that game. The other thing with the Steelers, too, which I think is a big advantage for them tonight, they have the perfect quarterback for these conditions. They have Rudolph. No, that's cute. That's well done. You like that? Yeah. It's Wait, by the way, I'm checking the weather. Do you want weather for this game? It's gonna be, yeah, it's going to be bad tonight. Orchard Park. What is it, 4 o'clock game? 4.30. There's no snow. It just says cloudy. Oh, I saw like 40, 50% chance of snow. No, only a winter weather advisory. Well, what do you think the advisory is for? Standby. Well, I, but I did look Buffalo. No, I, I, had on the look wrong, Buffalo? I had it on the wrong town. We got a winter storm watch. Standby. Oh, there's a see, there's a winter storm watch. No, most mostly cloudy, cloudy, mostly cloudy, mostly yeah, I got cloudy snow during up, the game. Yeah, but okay. Uh, Orchard four, Park is where you got to look. That's where the game I'm is. I'm looking at Orchard Park. I got 17 degrees at kickoff, uh, 14 by eight o'clock. So it's going to be chilly with a with a wind out of the west at 20 to 30 miles an hour. What was the coldest game you ever went to as a fan in Satin? I've been to a lot of cold games. Uh, you know what was miserable for me? And I don't know if it was because I was so upset or because mm-hmm. it was that cold. That, Like we mentioned it before, that 88 Giants-Jets game, for some reason, was freezing for me. Yeah, it wasn't for me. I remember w- that was wa- nice. Walking back in the parking lot, my dad and I walked to the car and said nothing to each other. Not a, not a word the entire way home. To the car, in the car, getting out of that stupid parking lot all the way home. Not a word. 
Not a word. For me, the coldest one, hands down, is the the final game ever at, at Giant Stadium, the Jets-Bengals, that Sunday night game, 2009. Frigid. Jets won that game, right? Oh, it was, it was a laugher. It was over on the first drive of the game when and Brad Smith— And then they beat them the next week again, And right? then they beat them the next yeah. week again, yeah. Mike in the truck. Mike, you're on the frenzy. Go. Does Sterling Shepard retiring end the boat pick curse? Manny, how about them Cowboys? Woo! Uh, I, I hope so. Uh— is that all it takes? What, for one of the... Just well, Sterling Shepard to retire? To And the boat curse? That was yeah. brutal. Oh, God, was that... And the thing is, we would talk to Victor Cruz about that. Like, we had him on a, as, as a weekly, and every yeah. time we'd mention it, he'd be like, I don't think that had any impact on anything. Like, just come on, man! Did you see that the, Odell did some podcast, and he said that he was, like, this close to being a Jet this year? Can you I imagine did. him on that team with everything that went wrong this year? It would have gone sideways. Oh, no, nah, they would probably have to trade him away. Uh, probably so. Yeah. He wouldn't want any any part of that. No. Uh, I think I have it. There that, you have it. That's a good frenzy. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. You see what's supposed to happen here late night tonight into tomorrow morning? Oh, I do indeed. Doesn't happen that often. Some snow. Yeah. What is that about? I don't know. I hope it doesn't snow that bad because we have uh our big jets dinner tomorrow night so we don't want to postpone that is that a jersey it must be a jersey no it's a city thing you guys are traveling into new york city we've got so we've got people that'll be here in the city we've got others like myself who are going to be crossing the river so like you got a lot of people's schedules and locations to coordinate so i don't want any interruptions now, is this a jets led dinner or is it people on the jets broadcast that go out for dinner it's a it's a greg buttle and myself led vehicle Right, so you like like Anthony Pusick will be at this. Day. Anthony Ray, couple people from the Jets, the stadium that we would like to treat who help us out. Pick up the tab, absolutely, hundred percent. You, you and you and Gregory, that's correct. Really? So it's hard to coordinate like six schedules. You know what I mean? To get everybody. Oh, I, I'm I'm free that night. So that's why we need to make this happen. Now, what kind of a, a tab will this be? It'll be a you good. guys go out for like a good steak or what's the? Well, we don't go to McDonald's. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good meal. I mean, so you're going to drop. Four to six hundred dollars tomorrow. I would say probably north of six. North of six. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Say again. Eight fifty higher. <sighs> it might. Well, then you throw in a tip. We might even be pushing probably close to a G. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, you must. You make a lot of money. Well, why? Why wouldn't I do well? You know, I feel so guilty. I bring them bananas like twice a week. <laughs> why? <laughs> Well, I mean, there is a, an incredible amount of potassium in bananas, which right, is good. But 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 still, I mean, you're going to spend a thousand dollars on the dinner. But it's worth it. 
The Who people gets stuck with the bill in this situation. It's, well, it's Greg and it's uh, and it's, it's Greg and myself. <laughs> it's no, there's no stuck with the bill. They volunteer. Dave feeds us like farm animals. <laughs> well, well, first of all, how often do I walk in with a Danish or a bagel? That happens. <laughs> it does guys, happen. guys, here's some Chex Mix. Have at it. Now, it, which I appreciate those things, but now I've, I've, you know, we're allowed to change our opinion when we learn new information. And there's just there's steak dinners being thrown around. That's well, right. I don't think that's thrown around. And by the way, the steak dinner is an annual affair. It doesn't happen monthly. No, right? it's not a monthly. No, right. it's at the end of the season. So I, I don't think this is all that all that fair. What that you're being thrown in the middle of this? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm generous with some of the stuff I do. Well, I, I think like your situation is removed from what we're doing. You know, you guys handle you. I'm sure. You, did you do like a nice meal like during the holidays or right before the holidays no, or something? No, no, because Rick won't get together. Right, he's never that guy. Remember when we did the post-show meal like that? He wanted no part of it. Oh, yeah, we had to leave him. Yeah. yeah. Wanted no part of it. And he was in the building that day. He's like, no, thanks, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. no, he doesn't like to socialize, so it becomes very difficult. I know the K-Show does a nice holiday dinner. We really can't do a holiday dinner solely because of Rick. Well, now that I think about it, last time we had an outing, Sands radio station, like physically being here, right? Dan Grassa involved. That's yes, right. He he's the catalyst we need. And I had a terrific time that morning. That was great. Like there weren't even a, there weren't even enough seats at the table. Like I had to sit like on a folding chair. I volunteered to sit on a folding chair like in the aisle. I was getting like waiters' elbows into my ribs, but I did it for the camaraderie of the group. You were like the Tom Wilson of the of the table. <laughs> no, I wasn't dishing it out. I was the one like uh, receiving. You were, you were the Ryan Lindgren of the meal. I was I was the straw that stirs the drink. Let's go back to some of these calls. I'm having a nice time today. Anybody else? Let's go around and see. Uh, RJ, you having a nice day today? Yes, Dave. Good. Uh, I don't like where this is going. Do you know what happened to RJ, by the way? He got abducted for just like no something. Over the something of RJ's got abducted, which I think is just unheard of, and I can't believe this is still happening in America in 2024. Oh, I did. I heard that his uh, coffee mug got stolen. How does that happen? Yeah, I've been using somebody the same. needs to answer for this. How does that, it, it's not a disposable coffee? It's a real legit like Yeti, like keeps the coffee hot for 18 hours oh, or something. I love like that. that thing. So are you it's actually confirmed that it's been stolen away though, or maybe you misplaced it? So how long do you have to go before you file a missing persons report? I think well, it's, it's not a person. No, but. I think it's, what, 48 hours, I think, or at least yeah, 24. Right. So I noticed on Friday, I, I'll give you the short version. I put it in the same spot every single day, that cup, every single day for the last three years. Friday, gone. I go, okay, first thing I do, blame myself. I only go like three places when I'm here. Searched them all. Even searched some other places. Couldn't maybe, find it. Maybe I stopped and talked to so-and-so. Do we gone. have a, a dishwasher? I don't think we have one No, here, but no. we have a sink and we have cupboards. Also search those. So now, come back today, I think it's... It's time to file a missing mug report. Now, would you go to John and say, my, my Yeti has been hijacked? I think you should. I don't know what I do. No, it's a, it's a report situation. I think you do. You well, file it. Well, here's what I'd like to do, because this is the kind of guy I am. I have two extra Yetis at home. He's giving you a used I'd cup. I'd like to bring you two <laughs> he just, separate ones. He just tomorrow. has Yetis laying he's, around. He's giving guy. you a used cup. So no, I, it's never been used. So while I appreciate so it's a, it. It's a re-gift. It's the principle of the thing here. <laughs> so while I appreciate how, it. How am I a bad guy? Nobody's, I'm bad, offering, nobody's I got, calling you a bad guy. I, nobody's you calling know, you a bad guy. RJ. You want to know what happened? So, so I got a new car. And with my new car, the dealership gave me two beautiful Yeti cups. Wow, that's what happens when you drive luxury how vehicles. How tall are they? I don't know. Taller than RJ. I, you know, I don't want it. I don't want. I don't. Even, no, I don't want see, it. that's a thing. Now, you don't deserve that. Now you're a bad guy. I hope you burn your tongue. Now I'm a bad guy. I hope you burn your tongue. Dave, he's walking around with two little white, plasticky, disposable cups uh, with I no hate, lids. Uh, RJ is the one who inspired me to buy a Yeti cup of my own. When I forget to bring it in and I don't have my coffee, I'm miserable without it. So it's w- like the saddest thing. I would like to now officially file a missing mug report. So do you do that with John? John, HR, Mickey Mouse himself. I don't know. We're taking it right to the top. I don't think he's filing and, one with Rick. And what are you what are you looking for to have happen? Like, what is the ultimate goal Restitution. for you in this abduction? I, no, he wants his cup. No, no, yes. I just want it back. You want your cup or I you want, want the money reimbursed no. so you can buy yourself a new it's one? How about this? not about the money. I want my cup back. RJ, if they find the perp who, who abducted the cup, do you want them terminated? It's going to be like, yes. Yes. I know, I know who it was. No, no you don't. Well, I, I mean, I don't for, for actuality, but I'm, I'm I could. Put you have my a suspect. On. You have a suspect. I think it's probably someone at night who got thirsty and was a little chilly and filled this beautiful yeti right. up with some. 
Well, hot beverage. So you sat there and sipped on it all night long. So you mentioned you don't know where I sit because I just meet you in the studio. I didn't even know you had a desk. Dan was here before Rick gets here this morning. That's Dan walked crazy. in like five or like four. Oh, there was nobody. God on the road. is my witness. I had no idea RJ had a desk at the. At the so office. I only learned that the last time. So I'm I'm I mean Dan, you can confirm. So I, yeah. I'm right next to Ray. Ray and I are, are buried pretty deep in the cut. Like you got to really come looking for our desk. Now Would when you, you say when you say you're next to Ray with the desk. Yes. Yeah. Ray, you also have a desk. I yeah. also have a desk. I didn't know yes. Ray had a desk. Yes. yes. I I'm I almost never sit there, I but I do the have a desk. Actually, is so yes. so. <laughs> I, I I bring that up to say <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like Dan, when you walk in, like I'm I'm isolated. Like they 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 don't care for me that much where they put me. So to know that where I sit and to know there's a mug there, this this is somebody with intel. Because you don't just end up over there in that in that that wing of the floor. It, Dave, if it's your logic. And as you articulated, somebody who got thirsty at night or whatever was maybe a little chilly and they wanted a nice hot beverage. Think about the yo-yo that person has to be using a used cup that yeah, is somebody you're, else's. You're right. You're right. That I'm person's wrong. dangerous. I didn't realize that there was another area. I thought this was just like RJ's desk or maybe even in his locker. I didn't realize they'd have to now see. RJ, it do out. you leave that on your? Do you think you left it on your desk? I did. I, I, I do and I did every day. And then that's can, somebody that that's I think a so clean. So we're living here with the common thief. Yeah. So you could say, oh, you shouldn't leave it out on, on your desk. Who's taking a used cup? I think it's somebody from the cleaning staff that was cleaning up, tidying up. They saw your cup. They probably aren't experienced with the whole Yeti brand thing yet, and they thought it was disposable and they threw it out. That's what I think. Happened. You think maybe like the, a cleaning person? That's what absolutely. That's oh. the cleaning staff. They're part of a staff. Very proud uh, group. R- RJ, here's what I'd like to do right now. How much is that Yeti cup? No, no, I'm not going to tell you. No, 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 no. 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 I'm, I'm going to replace that. This man's buying steak dinners left and right. No, no, I no. Wanna, I want to buy you a Yeti. No, nope, it's not about that. I could buy another Yeti. It's I do easy. more than steak dinners, too, Dave. What oh. else do you do? Uh, that, that, that's for the people that receive. Wow. Oh my God. Uh, so, so it's not about the money. I, I want the cup back. But it doesn't sound and like you haven't used happen. these yet, by the way? What? The, 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 the One of the Yetis you were going to give him. I, actually, I haven't used either of them. I actually believe him because he doesn't drink coffee. So no. I, I You're not a coffee guy? No, never. Why? I don't. I don't really care for it. I'm not a big caffeine guy. No, I had a cup of tea. My Christmas week. gift to you was wasted. Well, no, because my my wife is drinking it, so it's not wasted even a little bit. All right, RJ, I'd like to buy you a Yeti. No, I, I decline. I don't want it. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I'm not naming names. Okay. But there was one time years ago and you said, you ever work with this guy? Use an alias. I will not. Why? Because I'm not doing it. Because I don't... No, no, I'm, not, I'm just not doing it. If you Let's call, them, the call fact, them Rodrigo. If you, uh, no, if you can't respect the fact that I don't want to draw any attention to who the person is, that I don't want to get into the story. Superman's Joel. father is Joel. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. It's fine. We'll go to the calls. I don't need to do this. You guys are evil. Cont- I want to hear the story. I want to hear the story. That could be anybody. Uh, Raymond, you having a good day this morning? I'm having a great day. Are you? That's making me feel a little better. Dave, I've tell gotta, the story. I've got to tell you. No. That makes nobody, me feel you know, a little I'm, I'm bit better. I'm used to it when it's Rick. Rick comes here and you tell him, please do me a favor, don't mention X. And he, like, nine seconds later. I haven't mentioned it. anything. Mention nothing. Dave, tell the story. One more anything from either of you. And I'm going right to the calls. You understand? We've got a guy here with a missing stolen coffee cup. Tell the story. <laughs> we don't know that it's stolen. It we, need a, we need a redemption vehicle. So man. you asked me if I ever hosted with this person, man mm-hmm. or woman. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. So I hosted with this person years ago, years ago. As did I. For days on end. Mm-hmm. And every day I found it was going in the wrong direction. And it was bland and it was boring and I wasn't able to... Do the things I wanted to do. And there was about an hour left in the week. And this person said something that was so benign. And I asked him like a pointed question or her. And he or she answered it in such a boring way. And I totally lost it then. On the air or off the air? On the air. I was like, you're so boring. I was like, I just hosting with you is making me want to pull my hair out from the roots. You're so boring. Give me a freaking answer. And this person was not surprisingly taken aback and I haven't spoken to them since that day. 
Do you have their contact info? Like, if you wanted to speak to them, like reach out. Like, hey, man, how you doing? If this person saw you, what would they say to you? Probably be very nice to me. Even uh, though, even after you lost it on them. Well, it was a very long time ago. Let's see, see, I never had that experience. Like, I, I thought it was cordial. I thought we got along fine, but uh, well, we got along fine also until I just I, lo- I lost it. Yeah, see, I didn't have that episode. I didn't have the breakdown. Uh, I don't have um, the contact information in my phone. No, I have it. I think. Do you want it? I can no, send it to you. I have no reason to contact that person. None. You sure? Positive. But I lost it, and it wasn't my proudest moment. <laughs> Why are you laughing? But I'd probably do it again. That's the thing. I've had a lot of proud moments. Uh, yeah, a lot. Today's a lot, good one, though. I'm enjoying it. it it's a, uh, let me say, you were kidding. Or it's a fun show today. It I really so. is. Yeah, no, I think so. This is like uh, one of those great. These are the days you live for. Th- these actually, in actuality, these are the days I live for. I love, I love days like this. By the way, did you know that there's two playoff games today? Yeah, I, you said I got noon college basketball. I got like one o'clock hockey. I got three o'clock basketball. I got four thirty football and eight o'clock football. Think you know what's the beauty of the fourth? Let's be real. I mean, all the, the hockey, the college basketball, it's great. It's like an appetizer, but you don't have to eat it. The great thing about the four thirty first game for the football is you could accomplish some things you might have to before four thirty. You could get some stuff done, run errands, do what you got to do. Yeah, I don't have to do anything though. You got to get a nap in, maybe. I'm gonna nap. Yeah, well, that's a little, that's a thing. A sleepy. Um. Michael Marotta says, "David said that the only way Giants fans feel is with the Dallas loss. Let's just pretend like their season didn't happen. I think it's funny that when the Giants lose, we need to hold a funeral. When the Cowboys lose, let's hold a rally. Well, why would I hold a rally when my team loses? I think Ray is right that you wouldn't be able to live in his shoes, nor would I want to live in his shoes. I feel for Ray today since we've all been there. We've all been there. I've been there. You've been there. Ray's been there. Ray's living there. RJ was there last year. Everyone goes there. Everyone lives there. And that's why, Dan, mm-hmm. when you get to the promised land or close to the promised land, you got to soak in every ounce of juice and celebrate the hell out of it. Got to take it. You got to take advantage of it because it's such a year-to-year league. You could go to the from the penthouse to the outhouse. And you think you got it all mapped up and you're set up for years of prosperity and success. And then, boom, reality no hits you. No idea. Sean and Islip. Sean, you're on 98.7 ESPN. Morning, Dan. Morning, Dave. What's going on, fellas? What's up, Sean? How you doing, buddy? Ah, uh, sheesh, man. I'm just uh, I'm disappointed in the way my team ended the season yesterday. You know, the Cowboys. Your team sucks. So, yeah, I, I know that, Dave. But, uh, you know, just I knew this team wasn't going to go anywhere anyways. You know, with the loss that we had this season, it's just like this team was just so up and down and just they weren't they weren't prepared at all. And just I'm ready to move forward with this and see what they got to do to but you didn't, on come on Sean you didn't expect to lose the game yesterday oh no well you know like I said before I called in a couple weeks ago before uh you know to expect anything and everything with this team you know and quite frankly you know that's the way I feel and that's the way you have to look at it you know and that's exactly what happens you know they, they just go out there and they lay an egg so you know that's that's just the Cowboys for you man there's no answers but I'm in, just, in, in a perfect I'm, world Sean what what happens now you move forward, and you got to go get Bill Belichick, man. Belichick. You know, this team is, this so that's team the is that's a, the answer for you. That's the winning answer to the solution. Is you go get Belichick and McDaniel. Sean, Sean, what happens if let's say let's say for some reason you don't get Belichick or he's not interested? Do you still move on from McCarthy just because you need a new voice? Period. Yes. Go I ahead, think Sean. you have to, man. I think. But you have e- to. even even let's say if it's a you know Ben Johnson for example, a coordinator who has no head coaching experience, you're still willing to make that move. I'm still willing to make it, man. This is three years of twelve and five, and the same result in the playoffs. First round exit, man. You know they moved on from Jason Garrett. They kept on going eight and eight. You know you, you got to move on. You got to take that next step to to win the championship, man. You know, and quite frankly, it's not it's not McCarthy. This team is not prepared. Defense they couldn't stop anything yesterday. Demarcus Lawrence sitting there. They're going to hit people over and over since the Philadelphia game. This past month has been such a collapse on defense. It's just like you know you got to put your money where your mouth is sometimes, man. You know the Cowboys. They just they fold like a cheap like a cheap tap, man. You know you gotta somebody's gotta somebody's gotta take accountability for this. So you have you know. thanks for the call, Sean. And and I'm enjoying the fact that you're dealing with this, but I do feel badly for you personally. That, that's a nice thing to say, I think. Right? What lasted longer in the playoffs, the Cowboys or RJ's coffee cup? Um. Well, the what? coffee cup. It sounds like it never made it to the playoffs. 
When no, RJ, when did it disappear? Was it Friday? I think he said Friday. Friday. All right, so yeah. the Cowboys it may have disappeared longer. Thursday and we didn't know. So Yeah. You know what's know. funny though, Dave? Like you know like when you lose a game, like we for instance, like if you lose a heartbreaker. Right, and let's say, it, whatever, like the, the most painful loss, it was a last second or, or brutal, you blew a lead. Like you say, oh, I would have rather just lost by 50. I you know, think so. Put me out of my misery. I, I, actually, I actually believe, like, to lose the way the Giants lost to the Niners in 03 was awful for Oh, me. that's... Oh. I, I, would rather, I would rather just get, get humiliated. Yeah, that, that might have been as bad a loss as you're ever going to have. Right, you, you might, because, and that's what happened to the Cowboys yesterday, and I made that point to Ray, like, at least it kind of took you out of it early. Right, I mean, like it's it probably set in pretty early, but the game was over by halftime. Right, uh, I didn't feel like that just because I'm I was so on the other side, you know. Like if I was a Cowboys fan, I probably would have felt like it was over at the half. But because I was rooting for Green Bay, I was like, listen, Dallas was down twenty-seven-seven. And by the way, I, they, they they flinched on that let, on the touchdown at the end of the first half. And LaFleur was freaking out. How do they not see that? The left guard clearly moved. Yeah, they don't I mean, call anything. It's look, the, the NFL, officiating I, is Dan, not the good. NFL officiating is it's just it's so bad. It stinks. And you can't even use yesterday like that excuse and say it was one of those like brutally cold outdoor games. No, they were indoors. Indoors. No. That's it's just really bad news. Oh, this is gonna be unbelievable. RJ, when did this happen? Didn't the guy the guy called was it Friday when Dan was here when he said if the Cowboys yeah lose oh we, we got to go to Matt and Chappaqua Matt good morning you're on ninety eight seventy ESPN refresh your memory what what happened with you and Raymond on Friday so I called in good morning everyone I called in um, telling everybody that I like the Packers chances and the Packers are probably going to win the game against Dallas for a few reasons one of which was obviously Mike McCarthy because he's a terrible playoff coach. Um, and then you suggested bet, make a bet, bet, bet with and Raymond. Raymond wanted nothing in return. He was so confident. That's right. He yeah. thought he, I, I offered anything and he kept saying nothing. I don't want a single thing from you because it's almost, he was almost embarrassed to be having the conversation. And, and now here we you are. Want, okay, now Matt, want what your... do you want? Well, what I did. Oh, for God's sakes, get out of line. Uh, it works, man. Of course. <laughs> but what happened was I, I, I screwed up. Right. I said number 12. Start over. Matt, 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 Matt your, start your over. phone line is dying like the Cowboys. Can you hear me? No. <laughs> Put him on hold. We'll get to him in the 9 o'clock. This, yeah. Great job. Great call. All the build-up and the hype for that. I was so good. I, Raymond, I think you don't you owe him like a signed Jordan Love I, 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 I'll get him whatever he wants. I don't care. Ray's going to get a credential for the next Packers game and like go into the locker room like Kramer afterwards to try to get Jordan Love to sign a jersey. Well, you hit me two home runs. <laughs> oh, Paul O'Neill. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.